Hey, welcome to the Great Dive Podcast, everybody. You're here with your old, your old pal, Jamesy. And uh, your older pal, Brando. Feeling older Baja these days. Brando. Baja. What am I, a new Mountain Baja Dew Brando. flavor? What the hell? Baja Brando. Ballistic Brando. Ballistic Baja Brando. Whoa. That's a lot to live up to right there. <laughs> hey, if anybody can do it. I don't know. About, there may have been a time, but... <laughs> <laughs> Those uh, think of the think think of the good times we could have had back then. Oh yeah, if we had our own hot tub time machine. Well, maybe that's what I'd go back to. I'd go back to a time you'd where go back just for that. You and I could, you know, <laughs> to to blaze down the 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 Baja coast <laughs> with with some old dive gear with my with my buddy Brando. Whoa. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. So listen, I have something. I have a, a, a Great Dive podcast fan favorite for the people today. You know, we've done a few of those old skin diver. I learned about diving from that dot, dot, dot event. We've had some of our best shows, you know, our, you know, our recipe for disaster type shows that we've had over the years. People love disaster. They really do. Luckily, there's something to be learned from it. But otherwise, it would just be a sick obsession with <laughs> with death in the macabre. <laughs> it's always good clickbait, I tell you. Yeah, now we're talking. That's a fair business strategy when running a <laughs> any kind of storytelling type media enterprise. But I, I think we try to do a, a good enough job of, of yeah. keeping some learning around it too, not just not just bringing in talking about death and disaster <laughs> underwater. The fun of death 40, and disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Forty fathoms of failure, <laughs> of fear and failure. Don't forget the fear. Got to sell the fear, man. Hey, if it works for the news, it should work for uh, but, podcast- uh, the, podcasters. I, I think it does for a lot of them out there. But but uh, this, you know, when Skin Diver was running these, you know, at the time, you know, they were inviting readers to submit their own experiences. You could uh, mail in. Remember that? Where you actually put it, a piece of paper that you typed, double space typed, into uh, a letter and mailed it with a with a... 20 cent stamp on it remember those days i remember when you would write them with your hands you would actually use your fi- your little hands and a pencil <laughs> and, and uh you actually would use cursive because it, it was quicker to write that way and it looked more uh, elegant if you will putting a stamp on envelopes i was in the service you gotta shoot you weren't you uh, required to? Oh, in boot camp to, to they write made letters us. back home. In the they service? made us sit down and write a letter. The first, the first day you're there. I was on a liveaboard boat back in the early 2000s with a guy from Australia. He was uh, in the Australian military. He got court-martialed for not writing his mother n- letters enough. Well. And he got thrown in jail and forced to write her letters, enough <laughs> letters, before they would let him back out. I was going to say, I mean, that's a little harsh, especially when you realize, well, I'm I'm in jail here with a guy who 
may have murdered his family, and I didn't write mom enough. <laughs> it's my offense. But uh, they take it pretty seriously because, you know, you got to remember you've got thousands upon thousands of young people that <laughs> go into the service and then they don't, the parents are already worried, you know. Right. So right. they uh, they had these parents knocking on the door or calling up their senators or congressmen and I don't you know representatives in parliament and in, in, in the Australian continent. But yeah, so then it you know shit flows downhill from there. So yeah, when you get a call like what the fuck, how come your your men aren't writing their moms? <laughs> Somebody's going they, to jail. They don't, they don't take they don't take that lightly. If I got that call, I'm like one of you motherfuckers. <laughs> Somebody's going to go to prison for this. <laughs> All you had to do is write mom a letter. Doing fine, mom. Just check it. Just check in once in yeah. a while. Yeah, it's important. Well, this isn't about this isn't about mom. Dad, but it is about Joyce. It's about what? Jo- it's about Joyce. Joyce. Joyce could be a mom. Well, yeah. Could be a dad. You better you better start thinking more 2020ish. Oh, Brandon. Stop. Thank you for the, your letter, Brandon. <laughs> that was my mother's name, by the way. Oh, what? See? <laughs> it's about Joyce and, uh, and, a, and a guy by the name of Eric. Joyce and Eric, eh? Are they a couple or are they just... Uh, they became they became dive buddies. First and then became a couple or were they a couple well, and then you became know, dive buddies? You know, we've done a few of these lessons learned over the years. And they Where, always uh, they, involve. They did. They did become. They did become a couple. Right. There's always some kind of sexual. There's something going there's, on all the time. There's always a little sexual tension when you've got scuba gear, snorkels, <laughs> hot pole hot spear. Scuba you, got, gear. <laughs> you got a long, hard pole spear. Wet water. Very moist. You never damp know. Water. You never know where it's going to go. I don't know. It now, is, it is kind of an aphrodisiac so, scuba. It kind of is. Now, here's what I did. Okay, here we go. I went back. I went back through the archives. Once again, working hard for the people. Okay. Digging, yes, you were. <laughs> digging through the archives, looking for the very first I learned about diving from that article. And can you guess how far I had to go back? You had Remember, to go back you know, 60 years. Skin Diver started back. Skin Diver started in the 50s. Right. So actually closer to so, 70 years, but yeah. Now in the 90s. I, it went to shit. This was all, this, <laughs> this was all the, yeah, but this was still, you know, uh, you know, back page of every, every uh, you know, issue. Issue. Came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it became a regular, uh, a regular uh, topic or a regular little section. Right. And uh, as, as I was going backwards through these years, I got into the 80s. Yeah. Now you're they talking. Were going, they were going then. They're not nah, Brando's. This is this is Baja well, Brando's we, uh, era. Right. Really here. Not, the, talking not the 80s. You know, the 80s if, uh, were not. If, if, if we got in that hopped up time 70s. machine, it's I'm going back to like, what, 86 with Brando, 87? Oh, 80. So those are the glory. Those are the glory years. That was my beginning of my scuba career. There you go. Those were my glory years. I haven't reached my glory years yet, James. I'm still looking forward to those. No, but I I went all the way back to 
1986 oh, was when they started really? this up. So yeah. that was that took a while to get that that article going that ta- that um article a column my regular column a column how, a column yeah, that's it that's regular it, yeah, column, column is how they refer to it in a newspaper I guess it's the same for a magazine right it took that took damn near thirty plus years to get that that column going really I thought it would have started well pretty close you got to remember beginning. I mean for for years though I mean they did have a bunch of yeah. You know, articles like this from time to time, they, but they were written more like little right. one-off pieces when they happened, and they were specific or they were commissioned pieces. And you know, so this they they finally started saying that there's an editor's note saying that this section is going to be appearing every month in Skin Diver, and that went on. They eventually curbed it. I forget when. I'm, I might have to go look that one up and find the very last one that they did because I know they ended it before the magazine folded and then i think they brought a little version of wow. it back for a little while and then cut it again but by then you know rodales was out with the the, the lessons for life and, right uh, they were getting Along a little the same more lines a little bit more artsy with with writing them up and stuff too. right so. well i know that was a but big attraction first one, for people james wasn't it well yeah because i mean it was the it was, it was one of the first ways of really looking at accidents right and learning and not just them. having yeah not just having that that just rose colored scuba mask or i would nothing, never do that nothing can ever happen yeah, exactly nothing can ever just, happen it's always perfect <laughs> right oh they ran out of gas i'll just check my gauge more often i'm okay that's what i learned from that <laughs> never forget you know Let's not talk about the the twenty steps that led no, up to that. Oh, Brandon, this is what—that's <laughs> not what they did. They they developed beeping computers so that when Beeps. your air gets low, yes, you could just we listen need, for the beep. We need a warning system underwater. Wait for the beep. Wait right. for the beep. Let's not uh, try what, to uh, <laughs> chapter two gas management. <laughs> Wait for the beep. Wait for the beep, and be on the boat with five hundred. This has also got one of your greatest loves, not just Joyce, but also some Greek mythology. This this lesson was called The Siren Call of the Deep. And you know that beautiful song she sings. Oh, we ye that siren of thee, calling us to the deep, deeper and deeper, sailors of yore. <laughs> <laughs> crashing ships into the rocky coasts ye that hear her siren sing whoa nice rendition james thank you the sirens of ancient greek mythology sang a song so beautiful it lured sailors to their death on the rocks and shoals divers have a siren of their own She lives somewhere in the black waters below 140 feet. I first heard her song years ago in the submarine canyon at Cabo San Lucas and nearly didn't make it back to hear her sing again. Have you ever heard the sirens of the deep calling you, James? Uh, Yeah, their names were Candy and Cinnamon. (laughs) They were coming back up on the stage. <laughs> Let's welcome them. They were actually uh, they were actually up above me about three feet. <laughs> Let's put our hands together for them. 
<laughs> they were calling me with my pocket of singles. December 1973, the new Baja Road had been completed just a month earlier. And in 1986, Baja California is civilized. But in 73, Mexico 1 was still a highway to adventure. My friends and I were determined to be among the first to drive and dive Baja from the new road. There were few maps back then and no guidebooks, no Google Maps, Brando. How did they even get there? No ways. <laughs> no ways. How did they even get there? And for all you old timers, you couldn't even get uh, a print off a map quest. <laughs> you couldn't even get a map quest printed. <laughs> or the triptych from AAA. <laughs> you couldn't get triptychs from AAA. Yeah, I'm going way back. That might even be before you a little bit. Before your. Uh... Did you go to triptych and oh, get AAAs? Or go to AAA oh, yeah, and get yeah. triptychs? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we sure did. Oh, all right. You are old. Well, you are old then. I am. Not as old as you. Oh, here we go. I don't know. As you get closer to the end of that toilet paper roll, it goes faster and faster. I don't know if you ever noticed that. Oh, my, mine's starting to spin freely <laughs> right now. I was going to say, <laughs> you're getting there. All we had at the time was an article clipped from the sports page of the Los Angeles Times and the tall tales of divers and fishermen who had been there. So with our camper vans, inflatable boats, and a small compressor, we set off to discover Baja. That's the, that's kind of the yeah hot tub time machine adventure I'm talking about. That's right awesome right there. That would have been a great adventure. Don't you think? I mean... Yeah, like back when there's not even really a map of of the area. Like right. You, just, you know wow. that you keep the water on the right-hand side the whole time down it's, the... There's maps of the area. As you travel, you'll eventually, <laughs> you're, eventually you're going to get there. This this wasn't like Magellan. This was just some guys from California going. So there there's maps, but <laughs> the road's new. So that's good. But yeah, it is an adventure. That would be... You know, and it's not dived out or anything. That's the big thing is the, you know, anytime you get the, uh, some info, oh, we can go dive this lake. Nobody's been in it. You know, it's a private lake. Even if the lake is, you know, 60, 70 years old, still cool. You know, it's not millions of years old. Right. I mean, that's one of the cool things of scuba is it is one of the places that as much as everything is popularized, some of the places still have a sense of exploration, of adventure. right? Yeah, the more remote places you get, like like one of my favorite adventures ever is going up to dive on the North Wind up in the North Channel right. of the Great Lakes, because right. that was, you know, that was a multi day live aboard. You know, we got on a boat mm-hmm. out of you know Northern Canada up on a Tobermory and, and and took that tug for uh, you know a, a day long trip. Yeah. Up to spend three days diving on the Northwind. I mean, that was pretty awesome. Pretty sweet adventure back in the day. That'd be an adventure even today, I think. I mean, to get out somewhere where it's not being dived regularly, you know. Yeah. And I got on a, you know, when I was a 19-year-old kid, I got on a boat in southern Georgian Bay with a bunch of dudes and dove out a Pentatanguachine. Right. Totally awesome adventure for a teenage kid for anybody yeah it's still fun for anybody right yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I mean to to be there in Baja back then. Oh, so cool! Would yeah. be cool. Surfing all the way down, drinking Mountain Dew, and a couple couple of days of diving, <laughs> surfing all the way home. Baja Sounds blast, like living the life. Yes, surfing and diving. I'm, nothing else would be going on, right? Uh, unless one of the sirens <laughs> of uh, of the Baja Bikini Coast starts calling. Now, I've returned many times since then and have seen many of the wonders of the Sea of Cortez has to offer. But nothing matches that first journey in terms of the adventure of new discovery, both of the land and of ourselves, which is what so much of so many of these diving adventures often do to us is they do teach us something about ourselves. Well, that's what diving's all about. Self-discovery. If you and I had it our way, yeah. Well, I mean, it still is. I mean, you can't help it. You can't help it. You're going to learn something about yourself. If you want to. Well, yeah. That's, I yeah. Think, we always keep coming back, bringing the, the, the philosophical right. edge to our show, coming back. That edge, that blade. There's always a lot to learn. Right. Cut, cut through the bullshit with the philosophical knife. Let's get, to, get down to the nitty-gritty of this. What is Let's diving? Let's do it. What is diving? Let's get to it. It's about life. It's life. It's about interactions with man and the sea, man and woman, man and beast, man and may nature. I say. There's just three things, and we've said this. I think diving brings all three of them to the table, right? And uh, It's man versus nature and man versus woman and man versus the empire himself. brain building. What? <laughs> man versus himself sometimes. Well, man versus – well – True. I, well, I guess those aspects are all, all uh, those those man versus dive boat occasion. <laughs> man versus dive boat. That's uh, that'll get you. Man versus the the surge. Man versus all of that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you up against a lot of stuff and how you how you uh, you meet that that challenge. Yeah, and that's the beauty of uh, you know taking the slow long road approach. To play in the game is you you get enough experience that you can have you know some really amazing you know Hemingway-esque old man in the sea moments well when you with yourself yeah you concentrate on the journey and not getting to the these little destinations of silly little cards or just jumping in the water and diving a site or just being underwater at a site I should say you're not really diving a lot of folks do that They'll, uh, I, I've got this goal. I'm going to dive wherever, you know, name a, name a place that, uh, the Galapagos, right? I'm going to dive the Galapagos and they'll get certified and they'll jump in the water down in the Galapagos. Um, but they won't remember much of it. And, you know, they're not really diving. They're underwater, but they're, yeah, they're underwater on scuba equipment, but they're not, they're not. Diving the way the Hemingway would write about diving. Now you're, you nailed it, yes. The way uh, you know, uh, an artist would portray that dive. They're going down and they're coming up. They don't, they don't fill you in with the parts of how sh- all the shitty moments. <laughs> they, just, they, just tell, they just put the logbook entry in as, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. A lot, you get a lot of that with a lot of wreck divers. They just got to be at that one site. They don't tell you the part how they nearly died 
every second of it and barely made it up. Right. Or their mind. I mean, once it's, not, in, the, once it's in the logbook, it's 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 done a success. For them. Right. They, and they weren't really in it. They just they happened to live through it. But they didn't. Did they in that journey? You know, have you ever been somewhere and not remembered any part of the travel to it or anything like that? And a lot of times that's that's it. That's the thing is the journey to it. Well, that's the beauty of being able to be so in the the flow of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That that your brain just opens up and you can experience so much more rather than how much gas do I have? Yeah. How deep are we? Where's my buddy? Blow Shit, bubbles. Let's get up. Breathe. High five, we did it. <laughs> Breathe and and you know, swim with arms and legs flailing right. around. Yeah. And- I mean, that's what you're trying to, yeah, that's right. what we're trying to get everybody to, right? Well, he says, we arrived in Cabo San Lucas on the last day of the year and prepared to dive its famous canyon with sheer rock walls dropping off to a depth of several hundred feet. Its most remarkable feature is the underwater sandfall. At the newly opened dive shop on the beach, we inquired about the location of the falls. The owner told us how to find them and also introduced us to a young lady who had arrived the same day, a marine biologist student at a southern university, and Joyce needed a buddy. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, Joyce. (laughs) My name is Baja Brando. (laughs) They call me me Baja Brando down here. You want a Mountain Dew? Now, the first thing we noticed was her jacket, covered with patches, depicting all the exotic places she had dived. We looked askance at this sort of advertisement and immediately labeled her Super Dive Chick. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, of, of, course, of course, this was outside of her range of hearing. Well, they they can't hear very high-pitched. He says, in our masculine world, no woman wearing all those patches could possibly be a real diver. What would you do if you were single right now and a girl showed up on the boat with a jacket with all those patches? And your Uh, buddies were trying to set you up with her. I'm single. (laughs) I'm single. And my buddies are trying to set me up. Yeah. With the girl with all the patches on her jacket. Oh, wow. Where's that one from? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, wow. I've always wanted to go there. Those are the patches aren't locations, aren't they? Like, aren't they her specialties? Or no? Uh, she, they, She's got all well, kinds they said, of patches. They said here of all the exotic places oh, she does. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I should be listening. So, but, I should listen to the story you're telling and not. Um, I've got. <laughs> got some zeppelin playing in my other ear <laughs> see this is why this is why i am gonna i'm gonna uh, hook up with joyce you got no chance she's already done listening he's like this idiot <laughs> he's not even listening this guy's just he, yeah he doesn't even care about my patches no <laughs> he's he's, not- he's, on, he's behind me looking for wh- where's the horny diver patch <laughs> I, I, i'm there i'm there talking to her about her catalina island patch adventure because it's right there on her forearm. What about the patch, world's largest ball of yarn, Kansas City? Hey, Joyce, why don't you uh, you know come back to my place? I'll mix us up a couple daiquiris, and we'll uh, you can tell me all about that adventure that you had <laughs> to the Bahamas. <laughs> 
my thought is the James of today would have seen that jacket and steered clear of her. Although it is just locations, I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah. it's not like wearing all your your deep diver specialties and. Well, you know the the, the patch jacket is the, the patch jacket is a. Um, it's a mainstay of the dork of a vintage <laughs> a vintage relic. It is a vintage relic, but I mean honestly. Now in the eighties, I mean, you, if you went to the the local dive club meeting in oh, there's a lot of patch jackets. The late eighties. Everybody that's on the board of that dive club, right, has a has and is wearing every month that patch jacket. Well, yeah, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. It's a and it, time. in a way, <laughs> some of those old classic ones are pretty cool. Like to, to look back now and, and throw it on. I, I, I do. I'd wear one in a heartbeat. Yeah, in fact, but I think more I might wear of... one to this year's to this year's shipwreck festival. I think I might. <laughs> I might prance around in an old, that old uh, patch jacket that I've got at the dive shop. So James was a patch jacket guy. Okay, we're getting to we're getting to know some of the inner workings of the the man. Oh, uh, they're called the voice. chevrons. Uh, they're officially called chevrons. Yeah, uh, they're called. Chevrons. And in 1992, I did complete boat diver, <laughs> shark hunter. <laughs> Underwater naturalist, shark diver. You could get a and, shark diver. And my simulated deep dive. Simulated deep dive. <laughs> simulated ice dive. <laughs> Eric, you're the only instructor among us, and she is going to need some babysitting. I welcomed the attractive company underwater, but nope, she wouldn't prove to be too much of a burden. <clears throat> <laughs> Joyce and I didn't really have a dive plan. It was a case of, let's just go down and look around. That was our first mistake. We purged air from our BCs and headed down. Now, is this not the first mistake that almost everybody still still is making 50, <laughs> even 50 years later? What, no dive plan, really? <laughs> no dive. Let's just go down and look around. Well, I mean, there's something to be said for the plan of let's go down and look around as long as your parameters are covered. I, because, I mean, essentially, oh, 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 isn't that what we do? Well, para- having parameters <laughs> covered would, would you know, you know I, I would be able to, uh, you know, surmise that you had some sort of a plan. Yeah, I guess you you're know, right. I mean, even the most basic of a of a dive, even if like we are going down, there is a plan of. You know, if we're going to just go down and take a quick look around just to get our bearings right. to determine what we're going to do, there is, in essence, a plan to that no plan. Right. For, for you and I, for, for right. you and I jumping in, like, we're not just going to go to a place we've never been, jump in, see something, <laughs> and just go swimming off after it. Right. Without talking about how deep are we really going to go, what. Yeah, sort of depth, a time, time limit. Are we actually going to have? What are we doing for the ascent? What do right. we need for gas? What way are we going? How are we getting back? To, we've got who's leading, even with who's no following. plan. You and I have a plan, right? Well, and I guess that's that's what I'm getting at. Is there's rarely no plan. There's got to be something uh, together, and especially now. I mean, the plans get easier the more you dive together. But we purged the air from our BCs and headed down. She was armed with a Nikonis. I with a pole spear, unaware the area was a game reserve. As we descended, 
She snapped pictures while I kept alert for the glory fish. Visibility was about 40 feet in the nutrient-rich water, and the black rock of the precipice made it seem darker than it really was. At 100 feet, I pointed to my gauge, gave the thumbs-down sign for descent, and shrugged. She nodded yes. Why not? I like your style, Joycey. <laughs> now, that could be you taken like a few different ways. You like to go down a little deeper, Joyce. I pointed downward and shrugged. What what does that mean? (laughs) Oh, Santa baby. I think that means, uh, are you manscaped? I guess is the real question, baby, Brando. It must be a holiday miracle because the sponsors of today's show, people, is manscaped. And they're stuffing your stockings with everything the man in your life could ask for. What is this voice you have? What's going on? <laughs> oh, oh, that's right, baby. Is, is this Joyce? Is this Joyce coming through you right now? <laughs> oh, it is. It is. Manscaped has vowed to make sure your ornaments are shining bright and that your tree is standing tall this season, Brando. <laughs> oh, the metaphors. And we're going to spice up your stocking with gifts that you're actually going to use. And uh, something old Joyce can enjoy, too, if you know what I mean. (laughs) If you don't believe in Santa, you better believe in this. Manscaped's changed 7 million men for the better. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code TGDP. Ho, 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 fellas. Naughty or nice, tis the season to perform. Just like Joyce is hoping old Eric's going to be able to perform. Right now, when they get down below 100 feet. <laughs> I, th- I think we've put a twist on the story that maybe wasn't intended by the author. Get 20% off and free shipping, everybody, at manscaped.com with the code TGDP. Cheers to rocking the best gifts of all this season. A gift for him, but really a gift for you ladies out there. Hugs and kisses for Manscaped <laughs> and the Great Die Podcast. The water, Brando, turned darker as we headed past 130 feet. I was alert for signs of nitrogen buzz, but the mental set of self-preservation still prevailed. At 140 feet, I asked again, and Joyce indicated the descent should continue. I hadn't really planned to go this deep, but wasn't about to let a girl show me up, (laughs) especially not super dive chick. (laughs) And that was mistake number two. Well, that's a that one's a doozy right there. <laughs> it could be anybody that has it really this ego be. thing of I'm not going to let so and so be uh, go deeper than I am. Right, and it, well, it goes to the rule that we have of no trust me dives. No trust me dives. Also, I mean, and it's really easy to just like get in the water with somebody that you you know, admire that you like finally get on a, a trip with a boat with a, you know, a diver in your group. That's kind of the, the, the big wig diver that you, you show up on a dive with. And, you yeah. know, back in the day, it was really easy and, and really accepted in the scuba world of just muscling through a dive right. and just trusting and hoping that everything's going to be okay. Right. Again, though, I think that's more of a, uh, an ego thing, whether it's the ego of the person, uh, who, who's afraid to say, uh, this is my limit because they don't want to be embarrassed. 
you know, or it's the, I guess, even the ego of the other person who wants to continue down knowing that the other person really isn't ready and they want to show off how yeah. good they are, you know. Right, which is very, very often the case of, you know, divers diving with more experienced people and then they just kind of edge along deeper and deeper or, or further and further beyond where they're really comfortable or even trained in many ways. True. Just, you know, riding on the coattails of that more experienced diver to bring them back. It's kind of a big, I mean, when you look at a lot of the things that have happened, it is a big contributor to to accidents. Is The people forget or they completely ignore their limitations or the limitations of people on the team, all for the sake of I don't want to be embarrassed or I don't want to admit that this is as deep as I, I'm comfortable or anything like that. Right, especially when you're dealing with a patch jacket. The patch jacket doesn't help. I mean, it's definitely a contributor, right? <laughs> I, I'd be curious on the stats on uh, how many accidents involved someone with a patch jacket because the patch jacket may be a main ingredient to a disaster recipe. As a matter of fact, it's like garlic. I'm going to say the patch jacket is like the garlic in the disaster recipe. Garlic can go on everything pretty much. And you throw a patch jacket in there, poof, puts that certain element of flair into your disaster. Doesn't People that- at Dan, I, I know the incident, <laughs> the, the annual the annual report is coming out soon. People of Dan, before you hit publish, uh, please get a patch jacket column into this annual report. Yes. We, we need to get to the bottom Age, of it. Age, medical background, patch jacket. <laughs> The needle on my depth gauge kept moving, and Joyce just kept shooting pictures. Fucking Joyce. I asked once more at 175 feet, and once again, she nodded yes. (laughs) (laughs) I want this girl in my bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Joyce is a bad girl. Joyce is a bad girl. She doesn't know how to say no. We just destroyed jo- Joyce's reputation. You know that. We're bad people. With anxious misgivings. But conscious of my macho role, I continued down. <laughs> Did they establish these roles prior to to entering the water? Oh, they like, had no plan. You're going to no be plan. the girl. I'm going to be the macho guy. <laughs> okay. I want you to know secretly I'm very jealous of your patch jacket. She was probably trying to prove something, too. And I was not going to give in first. No, hell no. She proves nothing to me. (laughs) This is why you and I have a scuba safe word. There we go. Right? We know. Anytime you hear flippers. (laughs) Flippers, flippers. Flippers. I'm not comfortable with this. At 190 feet, I made a decision. Chauvinism be damned. We're going to break 200. (laughs) Chauvinism be damned. We didn't belong this deep. I pointed up and was relieved to see her agree. But when they get back on the boat, it's going to be like, why'd you end the dive? Chicken? (laughs) What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Are you chicken? (laughs) Old divers used to tell how quickly you can run out of air on ascent from a really deep dive. 
And guess what, Brandel? Well, they were right. Yes, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't get to become old timers for telling lies. <laughs> so, at a hundred feet. Oh, here we go. Four, four at us. Four at us. Let's see how fast we're using our gas. <laughs> You're chugging. You know, close to three. Nearly four. You know, four cubic feet a minute. Yeah, I mean, a lot four, of divers. Yes. You know, back back in these days, I, I would say four cubic feet a minute is not realist, unrealistic. I'd agree. Even if you're only chugging three cubic feet a minute, I mean, remember what are they? They've been down at 170 feet, 180 feet, 190 feet. They're at seven addas nearly. Right. So they've already I used mean, a and- ton of gas. Yeah, I mean, the, to suck the whole tank down, you know, it's going to happen within 15 to 20 minutes. I mean, they're using maybe 70 cubic feet back in the day. Right. You know, taking their own tanks, you know, from SoCal down to With Mexico, that, yeah, filling them compressor. off their own little homemade, you know, little compressor. Yeah, I mean, they're using, chugging around in 200, nearly mm-hmm. 200 feet of water. Yeah. I mean, you're talking 10 minutes to suck the whole tank dry. Easily, yeah. It goes quick. It goes quick. And then you got to realize, like what we try to teach today, of no matter what you want to go do and see and flirt with and show off with and talk about how big and bad and awesome you are and and uh, not give in to peer pressure, you still got to do the whole ascent. <laughs> you got to get back. You can't, you can't fuck that part up. That's the most important part. Yeah. At 100 feet, I was breathing fumes. Motioning with a finger across my throat, I asked for Joyce's regulator. Surprisingly, smoothly, we began to buddy breathe toward the surface. Who was babysitting who, uh, Eric's starting to think. (laughs) Fortunately, he says, fortunately, my friends weren't there to see me. Oh, they'd just lay into you. Peer Sharing pressure strikes with the girl. You needed to share. Sharing air with the girl. Oh, look, the instructor <laughs> needs to share air on the way up. Eric and Joyce sitting in a tree. A in tree. The- <laughs> We're going to have to work B-R-E-A-T-H-I-N-G. on this. R E A T H I N G. First comes love. <laughs> At 80 feet, the pole spear slipped from my grasp and began to spiral toward the bottom. Son of a... Joyce broke off to retrieve it. (laughs) Thank you, Joyce. Despite my frantic gestures, she continued down. The hell is going on with Joyce? That was mistake number three. Joyce may be a little bit of a a loose cannon out there. She's a wild one. We already know she she's she's a wild she's a wild one. one. This is it's part of her attraction so far. Right. You know, this is what uh-huh. this is why he first came up to her and started talking to her about that Co- Cozumel. Is that a Cozumel patch, uh, Joyce? <laughs> you, you've been to Cozumel. Why don't you tell me all about that little trip to undiscovered island in the Caribbean? Three hundred foot dive. The, a Mayan <laughs> a Mayan air. gem. I, I hear it's a Mayan gem on the surface and below. <laughs> Completely out of air, but neutrally buoyant, I made a swimming ascent. Two or three hard breaths were left in the tank as ambient pressure dropped on the way up. When my head finally broke the surface, two thoughts were foremost in my mind. Number one, I'm bent. Exactly. And number two, I just killed Joyce. (laughs) No, Joyce killed herself, first of all. (laughs) 
scanning the surface for bubbles. I began a slow swim to shore. Where do I feel pain? How will I tell her family? Do I feel any tingling? Will the federales throw me in jail? What seemed like an eternity couldn't have been more than three minutes. Twenty yards in front of me, Joyce's head broke the surface. Fucking Joyce. Fucking Joyce. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> I, I, I just followed the slope up. Sorry, I couldn't get your pole spear. Damn you. You made me lose my pole and, spear. <laughs> all of that and you didn't get my pole spear? The hell. I'm trying to teach you how the to buddy breathe. God woman. <laughs> the least you could do is get my pole spear. Did he try to play it off like he meant to run out of gas? <laughs> I was testing your ability, woman. <laughs> this is not acceptable, Joyce. We are going to have to do some practice. This is not acceptable for a woman with all of your patches on your jacket. <laughs> Eric says, forget that. We're probably bent. Let's find some shallow water and buddy breathe the rest of your tank. He says, today's formula for misdecompression stop procedures demonstrates the folly of our effort. But remembering only that a short stop at 10 feet was required, we buddy breathed in the sand until Joyce's air ran out. So they've missed all their stops, had a right. pretty fast, rapid ascent. You know, they're making an effort to go back down to to 30 feet, which I, I guess you could say is better than just dropping back down to 10. I mean, you see people all the time. You know, they, they, they make their ascent on their dive. They pop, they pop up to the surface from 10, 15 feet, and then they try to swim back down to, to do the last two and a half minutes of their safety stop in 15 feet of water. But you kind of <laughs> blown it at that, at that point. I mean, you, if you're going to do anything, you need to go deeper and yeah, and come back up and kind of reestablish the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, something's you know? and, better than nothing. And if though. you're, yeah, if you're really fully trying to do some in water recompression, it, you need oxygen. Yeah, yeah, you need something better than the air that you had. But again, it's 1973. They're trying to do something, and something's better than nothing. Right, Eric says, owing more to luck than skill, we weren't bent. By the following day, we can laugh about the experience over a margarita in the hotel bar. Whoa. After wait all, a minute. What's going whoa, on whoa, here? Whoa, whoa. Let's it's, uh, slow to, the roll, they, uh, homies. You know, they were, both, they were both a little shook up. Well, yeah, nothing you know, brings. That, that evening. It's an aphrodisiac, isn't it? When you nearly near lose death. your life, it's an aphrodisiac. It's powerful. Eric, do you, do you think you could come back to my room later and, and and we could talk about today's diving events? Eric's really shook up, though. Eric's like, she's like, no big deal. I think. I think she would be like, what? That's why he did. That's why he showed up. Yes. He's like, this dive it gets me it's, all so fired I can't up. Get over is, it. Is, is it is it hot in here to you? Uh, you mind if I take this shirt off? <laughs> And show my sculpted Mexican tanned wedge shaped chest. You rub this oil into as my... I as I look for the. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I think this may this whole scenario may have been purposely planned and created and executed in an attempt to settle a bet with his buddies that he could get old patch jacket Joyce. Into the old. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is where the investigation goes. This is how it goes. Because, 
I mean, admittedly, there's a lot of nonsense going on. And it all makes sense because the greatest motivator, (laughs) what's the greatest motivator for a man? Greater than any other motivator, bar none. Greater than money, even. Margaritas at the hotel bar with uh, patch jacket Joyce. Exactly. And see where things go. Exactly. Well, like any good buzzkill, <laughs> Eric, Eric mentions Joyce's boyfriend. But then something happened oh. that focused things into sharp perspective. The events of the hour that followed remained as vivid flashes in my memory. A man running up the steps, shouting about a diving accident on the beach. A teenage boy lying there with the blue-gray pallor of cyanosis. My friend, Dan, applying CPR, spitting out blood after every breath, taking over the compressions, struck by how different a human chest feels from that of a mannequin. Yeah. A frantic ride over dirt roads to the hospital while continuing CPR. The Mexican doctor injecting adrenaline directly into the boy's heart. The father sobs as the doctor waved us aside and said, Muerte. Muerte. Donde es la biblioteca? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Eso sí que es. Como está, muy buen. Como se llama, Ricardo. Que es más macho. Quién es más macho, Ricardo Montalban or Lloyd Bridges? Bridges or Montalban? See, this is why we get one-star reviews exactly. of us being <laughs> disgusting, <laughs> making jokes about a fatality. Of a poor teenage boy, Brent. Was he in scuba gear? Which I, I didn't ascertain. The boy had been diving in the canyon, ran out of air, and made a buoyant emergency ascent. Massive air embolism. Joyce and I were more experienced and luckier, but it could have been one of us, he says. Damn right it could have been Did one he of say you. that to Joyce to try to make Joyce like go, to make the aphrodisiac effect even stronger? Because that's my guess. That could have been us, Joyce. We would never have an opportunity to see what might have happened after this margarita. We should, we should take this opportunity to grab to, life. To do what nature would have wanted us to do. <laughs> there, you, you seem nature to have a little bit us. of Eric in you. <laughs> you. This comes too easy. God, God gave us one more night for a reason, Joyce. And that bottle of tequila is only half empty. God damn it. Or, as I like to say, half full. And let's let's go upstairs and make memories for a new patch. (laughs) 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 Old Baja Brando give you a patch (laughs) to put on that jacket. (laughs) He says, since that time, I have heard that siren call again. At special times and special places. After all, even Ulysses responded to it. In the Odyssey, he ordered his crew to plug their ears, then tie him to the mast so he could hear the song while they steered the ship around the shoals. My deep dives today are carefully planned and done according to that plan. Decompression schedules to the next greater depth and time increments are strictly adhered to. A tank and regulator are tied off at 10 feet. 
In terms of today's mythology, depth can be the dark side of the force for divers. On the few occasions deep dives are necessary or justified, dive conservatively. Plan your dive and dive your plan. Don't let ego override good judgment. I learned that in the canyon at Cabo. The canyon at Cabo. I wonder if she got a a canyon at Cabo patch after that. (laughs) He did. (laughs) (laughs) That's bad. Oh, boy. Well, hey, everybody. That's a little bit of... um... Some 80s dive lore the very first i learned about diving from that in skin diver magazine that was the hook that got everybody hooked on uh the i i learned series and uh, i went through i went through that whole year and everything else was stupid uh, there's a couple (laughs) of really you know juicy really good ones you know um well there's much to be learned from other people's adventures i think you know, looking at this dive, it, it happens probably a lot more than we're, we're aware of because diving's very forgiving, as evidenced right here in this story. But Yeah, these two got really lucky. Right. A lot of people, I don't believe a lot of people, learn what is probably the lesson that, that Eric learned, at least, about ego and, and knowing that you, you have to— uh, there's nothing to prove, <laughs> really, right? Absolutely, and this is where you know people so often you know get out of out of their experience and comfort and training zone of, of wanting to dive in these different environments. But I mean, every scuba class in the world you know has that section in the middle of the book of you know dive within your the limits. envelope of yeah. your education. You know, but it's so easy when you get out in the field to go a little bit deeper to go a little bit further to take just take a little peek in and i'll, I'll be fine because i'm diving with with this guy yeah. you know i'm diving with an instructor nothing what, what could go wrong but you know there's you know countless examples of of how it can go wrong <laughs> of how it can go wrong yeah yeah and that's why i think the it was great that they he, he mentioned you know keep your ego in check because that is probably the big thing to learn out of this this whole story, a bunch of little crap, but the big thing is keep your ego in check. And that I think is at the root of a lot of, a lot of accidents or incidents. And, um, I think a lot of people have this kind of same scenario happen, but they don't go away with, I should check my ego at the door before I enter the water and make, you know, decisions based on rational thought versus, I got to put a new patch on my jacket kind of thing. I got to get deeper or longer or show, show this girl that I'm a real man and I'll, I'll keep going deeper and deeper. I won't let her limit me. Right, right. because it's all it is, is it becomes about the ego of the logbook right. entry more than how well, well that dive was executed. The, now we get into what we're talking about. Is how, what was the journey like? Because they went for a target there and the journey got lost. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then you know when you look back on it, you know years later, you you realize that all the joy was really missed. Yeah, exactly for that very yeah, for yeah. that very reason. But a good lesson learned, and it's a shell. It's a shell of a logbook. It is a shell of a logbook. It has no heart to it. 
because I'm not even signing your logbook this week this. because of the it's <laughs> this dive was a sham of an egocentric shell of a lie of a dive, Brando. But I've made a patch for it. Give me my goddamn <laughs> logbook back. You're not signing shit this week. But I made this patch for the for this dive, James. I'll take the patch. Patch, patch is I'll doable. Take the, I'll take the patch. It's a substitute to the logbook. Thanks. Thank you for taking me to uh, <laughs> Brando's Canyon. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to my canyon. Uh, yeah, good story, though. Uh, shout out to uh, also uh, get your final uh, Christmas stocking stuff for a holiday shopping done over at Abyss Coffee Co. too, people. Don't forget about that. Abyss, the AbyssCoffeeCo.com. Um, bags of coffee, and she's got all those little, small little right. sampler bags too that make great little, great little stocking stuff for gifts. Yeah, this this is a so this you is can a great. Grab yourself a blend of the siren or the hydra to this siren call of the deep. Or is there a Ulysses blend? No, there's no Ulysses blend, but they she could have Ulysses blend. But uh, there's uh, some good ones over there: the uh, Great Lakes Great Responsibility blend, the Megalodon blend. The Hydra, the Kraken, the Megalodon. She's got all kinds of good stuff. So get over there, check her out, and give her some love. And on that note, next week, it's the Great Dive Podcast Christmas Show. <laughs> Where the dive of Christmas past will come visit us. No? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> all right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Same, uh, th- same what? Let me think. You know, I should think of these little s- send-offs before I, I uh, am presented with the end of the show. <laughs> same siren time, same patch jacket channel, same 200-foot dive on a 72 time, same I'm out of gas emergency on the way up channel. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. 